1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Lee.
0: Hey, Tara.
2: One of the single most terrifying news reports I've heard in a long time came from, uh, well, where we've been focused on for months here on this show, Lukeville. Lukeville, Arizona didn't used to be a border crossing, but it is now, thanks to the blowtorch, that the Border Patrol used to permanently weld open a door in the trump wall Been talking about this for a long time uk daily mail first reported that that happened a few weeks ago it actually happened four months ago but the uk daily mail article was a couple of weeks ago so they go out there in the middle of the night with the blowtorch and they weld the door open as if they knew someone was coming not only was it not a crossing before it didn't even require border patrol agents to patrol it because trump's bollard wall there was so successful you know the kind with the like spikes they stick out of the ground, no. basically, and you just, you can't, you, you, you can't get over them, you can't get through them. It's very effective, until the Border Patrol goes out there with a the blowtorch, of course. Uh, and so it's as if they knew the population that would be using it. They didn't want Americans to get a good look at them, like if they came through Eagle Pass and other popular illegal immigration cut-throughs, if you will. And then we found out why. Because the Organization for Islamic Cooperation is bringing them in. They're all men. Bill Malusion has been trying to figure out how to tell you this. He can't speak plainly like I can tell you. They're importing Muslim men, 700 to 1,000 a night, night after night, and only the men, which is weird. It's not like at Eagle Pass where you're seeing families come through, men, women, yeah. No. Weird. So Malusion was at it again this weekend. He hasn't left Eagle Pass in weeks I think he's trying to save his country, but if he tells you the truth, you know, the, the liberals liberals always flip out on you if you tell the truth. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that is the thing they hate the most. You can't do that. So he's trying to figure out other ways to tell you like this.
0: Video our team shot in Arizona late yesterday afternoon. This is that Lukeville area we've been reporting from the last few weeks. More men from all around the world crossing illegally. Large numbers of men from Africa, countries like Liberia, Mali, Senegal, Guinea,
2: Mali, Senegal, Guinea, what do they have in common? They are at least 85% Muslim. Two, the final two are actually 95% Muslim. These are Muslim men. Now, here's the weirdest part, Lee. This guy, just one of many from Guinea, which is 85% Muslim, and he's standing outside the gates begging to be let in. He's begging Allah to let him in, actually. Um, But the weird part is he's already got a New York State ID. He's not even in the country yet.
0: We also encountered a man from Guinea who was on the other side of the border wall and was just begging Border Patrol to please let him into the U.S. He also, for some reason, had a New York State ID card in his hand. Take a listen to this exchange.
2: Please, 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 my brother, please don't let me hear. Please, may Allah help you.
0: So you see it there. That's that New York State ID card he's holding in his hand there. We don't know much about it, if it's his or somebody else's, if it's real or fake, how he has it, why he has it. Uh, All we know is that man did later successfully cross illegally into the Lukeville area. Uh, Our Border Patrol contacts telling us that. But he was one of several men waiting near a breach in the border wall. You can see the the cut in the beam right there who were hoping to be able to go through that open breach.
2: He knows. He's talking about the cut. What was he saying again? Please, Allah, let, help you let me in? Please, may Allah help you. Now, what makes this different? You're talking about Guinea, Mali, uh, Liberia, Senegal. All of these countries have governments. We cannot trust to vet you. Three of the four have governments that either harbor or sponsor terrorism or have terrorists in their midst. You cannot call them and say, hey, is Mohammed here a good guy? They're going to say, yes, let him in. We can't trust them, which is why during the Trump administration, these people were detained. They were not let into the country, and then they were sent back uh, or sent back to a nation that would take them. We did not take them. They are coming in. 700 to 1,000 a night, night after night.
0: This is, as you've said before, Tara, this is not a mistake. No. This is a plan. Yep. This is a plan. And there is... Uh, There there is just no other conclusion you can come to that this is exactly what the Biden administration wants
2: to happen. It has to be because this would be so easy to stop. Oh, yeah. No, it's I mean, all you have to do is like put the blowtorch down. Don't, you know, permanently open the door. Follow American law. Yeah, that too. That would work. (sighs) So we have more fake theater from Chairman Ho, the guy who says he's our president. He went—he uh, sent his people down to Mexico to beg AMLO, the head of Mexico, um, to stop the flow. Well, AMLO's no fool. He knows the flow's going because Joe invited these illegals when he was on the campaign trail and then welded open the door so they could come in. Uh, and, of course, they, you know, get the free plane tickets, the work permit, the free phone, all of that. AMLO knows Joe wants these guys. AMLO also knows Joe wants cover, just wants cover. So AMLO will say, hey, I'm going to stop it. And Joe will say, see, I took care of it, right? And then if it fails— and all the voters still show up at the border, then he can blame AMLO. So AMLO's like, okay, I'll go along with your little game. I'll pretend with you. Never mind, he stopped them for free, remember, under Trump. There was no quid pro quo. Trump said do it, he said okay. And they got to be good friends. So AMLO's like, all right, I'll do it for you. I'll pretend I'm stopping them and all, but you got to give me $20 billion. Oh, and you know what else he asked for? I'm going to need for you to go ahead and amnesty $10 Mexicans. Mexicans and Hispanics, he says. His word was Hispanics. So he says, um, AMLO, the head of uh, Mexico, claims that um, there there are 10 million who have worked his citizens in the U.S. for 10 years. He wants them to have a green card immediately. He would like Joe to do it executively. And he wants them to be fast-tracked for citizenship within five years. Which is weird, because you know what? The same time AMLO was seeing that, almost simultaneously, Nikki Haley proposed it on the campaign trail. Mm. (laughs) What a coincidence. Damn. We'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, (laughs) this is what you do when all of her when her big donors are all Democrats. Of course, she's in sync with Joe Biden. This is the absurdity we are at at this point. Anyway, I'll get to Nikki later. I'm going to explain what she's up to. It'll stand your hair on end. But here's the problem uh, with this. Um, if we do this five year track to citizenship and AMLO knows this, we will have Chinese style one party rule by 2032. What is Chinese style? Well, it means there's no other party allowed um, because you amnesty 10 million of these people at the rate they vote two to one on average Democrat to Republican by 2032. There won't be swing states. Lee. I mean, not the current no. ones. They'll all be blue. To give you some idea what would happen, Trump won Texas by a little more than 600,000, right? Well, the U.S. Census Bureau estimates that at least 1.6 million illegals live in Texas. Bye-bye, Texas. Texas goes blue. What about Florida? Well, there's 900,000 of them in Florida, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Would Trump win that by? About 400,000. Yep, bye-bye, Florida. Florida goes blue. So what would happen to, oh, look there, the other battleground states, Arizona, blue, Georgia, definitely blue. Michigan, according to census numbers, oh, yeah, definitely blue. How about Nevada? Yeah, blue. Pennsylvania, blue. Wisconsin, likely blue, definitely purple. Now, do you see why the border is wide open? Oh, yeah.
0: Like I said, it's part of the plan.
2: So I got to wonder if Joe Biden is going to try to do this executively and say, hey, if or or get the Republicans to go along with it say, hey, I can't close the border unless we amnesty 10 million of them. That amnesty happens, this lights out for the country, it's over. There is no more Republican Party. And the Republicans are literally dumb enough to fall for this. So is Nikki Haley. I'll explain, coming up.
0: Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
2: Will Republicans be dumb enough to fall for this? Here's the play. Joe Biden is pretending that the reason that all these illegals are showing up on the border is because Mexico won't stop them like they did for Trump. So he sent Tony Blinken, Secretary of State, down there uh, to talk to the leader of Mexico. Me- leader of Mexico says, well, yeah, I will hope you just got to give um, citizenship to 10 million. Already there. Well, he knows. This is exactly what Joe wants to do. I just detailed for you how it would flip every swing state permanently blue. Oh, and throw in Texas and Florida. They're not swing states right now, but they wouldn't, they'd just be blue. You'd have a one party system by 2032. Because AMLO is saying not just amnesty the 10 million, they got to get, you got to cut the process from 10 years to get the citizenship to five. So he wants them given green cards immediately, five years they're citizens, which is really weird. Because almost simultaneously, Nikki Haley proposed the same thing on the campaign trail. Anybody listening to this woman, by the way? Like like actually listening, because if she comes in second, we'll be unto us if they put Trump in prison. Normally, who comes in second doesn't matter. Let me tell you, it matters right now. Nikki Haley, who said, and I quote, we need as many immigrants as we can get. Don't call them illegal aliens. They just want to come here just like us. Almost simultaneously to AMLO, as if they were on the same page. It's almost as if Nikki Haley and Joe Biden have the same fundraisers, the same donor. Oh, wait, they do. Never mind. Um, Yeah, she proposed the ultimate jobs horror show. If you're wondering, what is she trading to these Democrat Democrats who are raising money for her, including... Hillary Clinton's chief fundraiser, Jamie Dimon, the answer is, what is she trading? Your job. She calls it any willing worker. George W. Bush wanted to do it. Same guy who wanted to pass amnesty. So you know where he's coming from. Any willing worker. What does it mean? Any willing worker on earth can apply for your job or a job. You don't just have to compete with whoever's in your city, whoever's in the country is willing to move. You got to compete with everybody. Do you know what that would do to wages? Oh my God, we're all going to be poor. Which is the goal. That's what they pay Nikki the big bucks for. She said, so here's how any willing worker goes. They offer, the businesses offer the job. And she explained it on the campaign trail the other day. Anybody from anywhere can apply. Businesses get to set the immigration limits, not Congress. So we can take as many as we want in any given year, as long as businesses say, hey, I need this person. But you're thinking, no, wait a minute. Isn't that kind of capitalism now? Businesses get to, you know, hire the best workers from the world? No, no, it's not capitalism. Because of the second part. Which is exactly what Joe Biden and AMLO, the head of Mexico, are, are proposing right now. Haley said she wants to fast track citizenship for those who get green cards. The same thing Biden and AMLO are proposing this week. What are the odds? Well, they all, like I said, have the same donor. So they just, it's their talking points. Nikki comes at it a different way. She says 10 years to get to citizenship is too long. You need five. She says she wants to turbocharge the process. So those Muslim men, Begging a lot to let them in at the border, they beep citizens in five years so they could vote against Nikki, not uh, 10. Turbocharge the process, she says. Now, why isn't this capitalism? Any willing worker, what she proposed, why isn't this capitalism? Because here's the catch say the prevailing wage, the average wage for your industry for what you do is 20 bucks an hour. I'll just pick a number. Say it's $20 an hour, right? It's what everybody gets. But now the jobs can be open to the entire world, right? Well, now there's somebody in Indonesia, somebody in India, somebody in the UK even, who's like, yeah, I'll come do that job for 13 bucks if I get citizenship in five years. See how this works? So it's not capitalism. It's not capitalism because they get citizenship, so they're willing to work for less. That's why she ties the two together. So they come in, prevailing wage in your industry used to be 20 bucks, but now it's 13 because the whole world has applied for your job. And there's a massive job pool, and you're lucky if you can even get that. Now you're working two jobs while Nikki gets a house in the Hamptons. And the way, just even for proposing this, she does. Meanwhile, they get the wait for citizenship down to five years. You bet your bum. Are you kidding me? You tell me, if I go to pick one, Australia. Take one dual citizenship. So it would be cool to have dual citizenship somewhere, and I'm in my 20s and my 30s. Wait, if I go to Australia and I work for $13 an hour instead of 20 which is the prevailing wage, I'm going to be poor for a little bit, might need an extra job, but at the end of five years, I get citizenship? Oh, I'll take that all day long. And then they just cycle the next group in, willing to work for much less than market because they get citizenship at the end. and The companies get to hoard the citizenship out to push you out of a job, and guess what? The Democrats accomplish their goals, which is primarily to eliminate the middle class, make everybody poor, smash them down, except their elite friends and Nikki Haley. Again, Nikki Haley, the president of Mexico, and Joe Biden in the same week proposing the same thing. Green card holders don't need to wait 10 years. They got to wait five. Joe wants to hand it out to 10 million. Watch this woman. Watch her. She is a Trojan horse. They want controlled opposition. And I'm telling you, if Ron DeSantis does not come in second in Iowa and in New Hampshire, we could be in big trouble. She is a Democrat. She's also a liar. She's gotten full full on busted again. I can't believe after she gets cold busted on Fox News for lying. She goes out and does it again. If you have to lie to win, you don't deserve to win. I never said Hillary Clinton was an inspiration. She just said that in Iowa. She doubled down on it. By the way, she didn't just write it in her autobiography, which she then recorded herself reading. She didn't just say it in a Vogue interview. They found three more times she said it. You know, I often say that the reason I got into politics was because of Hillary Clinton. I didn't know her. Although I had met her several years before at a women's professional event in Greenville, South Carolina. At that event, she had inspired me to run for office and make my voice heard, and in some ways, she remained inspiring. She is actually the reason that I made the jump.
0: Because you write about her being a big inspiration for you.
2: I went with my friend Eleanor Kitzman to a firm and leadership program where Hillary Clinton was speaking, and I walked out of there and I said, I'm running for office. Hmm? All right. So tell us again, Nikki, what, what was it? I never said she was an inspiration. Okay, cool. Yeah. Except those five times. Well, four times when you wrote it in your book. Okay. Let's hope the, Democrat, the Republicans don't fall for this. By the way, you know those buses that are bringing those uh, illegal immigrant Muslim men into the country on buses, planes, and you're paying for the plane tickets? The Republicans right now have a, a chance to stop it. They have identified the $14 billion slush fund that will pay for it for the rest of the year. Joe Biden wants them to fund it. They could say no. I think the voters would love it. Both parties. Democrats and their media allies are pressuring Republican leaders to endorse a $14 billion slush fund. To hide, this is Breitbart. Hide President Joe Biden's migration flood during the 2024 election. He says he needs to protect the border, but he's just going to bring the voters in. So they could say no. They could. Let's see what they do. And most especially, I'm warning you right now, Jeff Duncan, William Timmons, Ralph Norman, I am watching you. I We have our eyes on you. We know what you're doing. Vote the right way. A new study traffic spikes your blood pressure as much as a high sodium diet you feeling it right now oh, it's, i do not miss traffic i come in at weird times so i i don't have to do it now. boy i remember when i did i'm so glad i get to miss that all right another study this one is fascinating Are, do you have a child grandchild getting ready to go to college says i don't really know what i want to be so i'm going to college well what they're saying is unless you plan to pay for, pay for it with cash, they're about to run up a $100, $100,000, 100000 bill. They'll spend the rest of their lives trying to pay off. Is it worth it? Second one of these surveys in two weeks where we have employers avoiding hiring recent college grads because they cannot fit them into their culture. Yeah, because they've been woked. And they got other problems too. The, the headliner on this, you've probably heard, it's a New Jersey-based research firm. It's called Intelligent. They surveyed 800 U.S. managers, directors, executives involved in hiring across the U.S. 800, so that's a pretty big survey. Recent college graduates are failing at job interviews and the job in catastrophic ways. Okay, include Listen to this. 21% of managers said, They had had an interviewee bring a parent to the interview. 21. So even in comic Core math, that's like one in five. What the? And listen to the rest of this. Does this sound like what's going on in your workplace? Respondents reported Gen Z candidates struggled to pick up on professional cues, causing 39% of employers to favor hiring older candidates. So it's not all college grads. Um, it's it's Gen Z. Sixty percent of employers were willing to offer more benefits and pay to attract older workers over recent grads. That is a complete flip of how the workplaces worked for a long time. Which is when you got older, it was perceived well. You got too much experience. You you know you're gonna be more highly paid. We want someone more lowly paid who will work hard. Young got a lot of energy, ambition, competent. The competent part's gone, so they've flipped to hiring older people. 48% of employers are offering remote or hybrid positions, okay, to attract older people. One in five employers say that recent college grads are generally unprepared when interviewing for a job. Okay, well, that's only 20%. That's not bad. But what about this? More than half of employers surveyed said Gen Z candidates struggled the most with eye contact during interviews. They didn't know how to make it. Candidates in this age group ask for unreasonable salaries, they said, have dressed inappropriately for in-person interviews, according to half the study respondents. God, this is just common sense. If you're going in for an interview, dress nice. No, you're not wearing the pajamas you wear into Walmart, which you shouldn't even be wearing into Walmart. And forget your sweatpants. 60% of employers reported Gen Z employees are frequently late to work, even virtual interviews posed issues with 21% of employers saying candidates are refusing to turn their camera on for the interview. If you won't turn your camera on for the interview, how are you going to interact with clients that you're trying to sell stuff to? You're not. And nearly 20% of employers said they've even had a recent college grad bring a parent to an interview. You know what? I bring the blame the parent. If my kid said, hey, mom, will you come to the interview with me? I'd be like, we need to sit down. We're having a conversation. You know, Lee and I were talking about this earlier. I got my first job at Eckerd's. I was 16. I was so proud. Got my own car. All right, it was mom and dad's car. Got in the car, drove to the interview, filled out the application, did all that stuff, got the job myself, came home, told my parents I had it. My parents never crossed the threshold of that place except to go shopping because it was the Eckerd's they went to, but... Other than that, no. I would have been mortified. Are you kidding me? If my parent had to drop me off at the interview, I'd have been like, okay, mom, yeah, yeah, drop me. I want to be dropped off a couple blocks away so I can walk in. I don't want to be seen with you. You might think my mommy dropped me off. How embarrassing, right? That's gone. Are you seeing this in your workplace? Text me, 71307. Two and three employers reported Gen Z employees are unable to manage their workloads, 60% said they're frequently late to work, often miss assignment deadlines. 63% of employers consider Gen Z employees to be entitled. That is the exact word actress Jodie Foster used in that interview that there's so much of an uproar about. She says she tries to help young actresses and actors who are Gen Z net network and it's just it's she, she can she can't do it. She said that she said the whole generation's entitled. She said they can't even write a grammatically correct email when I point out the grammar's wrong. They're like, yeah, I know. I don't care. I just, I'm not spell checking it. Okay. Now listen to this. This is the tell. This is from employers from the survey. 58% said Gen Z employers, employees, excuse me, get offended too easily and are overall unprepared for the workforce. Of course they do. They've been trained to be woke. They're supposed to be offended about everything and there's something wrong with them. They're a racist. Some employers said Gen Z candidates struggle with eye contact during interviews. Okay. They also noticed their youngest employees lack professionalism, do not respond well to feedback, and have poor communication skills. Yet they know everything, though. That's what they say when they say they get too offended too easily. Almost half of employers in the survey said they'd fired a recent college graduate prediction, y'all. Within 10 years, I am going to do a story on our air about how college graduates are hiding their degrees and leaving them off their resumes. That is coming. That is how much poison woke is. We just had that in the Newsweek survey last week that I read to you. 42% said if you have a degree from a good-name school, It makes them less likely to hire you. Only 10% said more. Why? Cuckoo. Cuckoo. It's not your fault. You've been brainwashed since the time you were in kindergarten. 62% of respondents to survey. Again, this is for those just tuning in. This is a survey of hiring managers, 800 of them. 62% of respondents said culture is the primary reason. Many recent college grads are unprepared. Half of respondents blame parenting. I do too. 48% said the COVID pandemic is the culprit. And 46% said, oh, 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 here it is. Educators are the problem. 46%. Nobody named TikTok, which is a shame because TikTok's a big thing in there with the wokes. Unemployable. You know what you do? You know what you do, mom and dad? If your kid doesn't know what they want to do, even if they're smart, that's okay. Two words. Greenville Tech. Tech school. Go learn how to wire. Go learn how to do plumbing. Learn how to cut hair. Learn something useful because you ain't going to make it in the workplace. And then when you decide what you want to do, then go do that. But don't go, don't go $100,000 into debt for a Bachelor of the Arts degree that's going to make you less employable. Wow. The left has completely used school to ruin an entire generation. Do you have, have you ever encountered an animal like this? I was completely transfixed by this yesterday. I'm convinced animals, many of them, actually capable of far more than we realize from our dogs to, well, the mouse in your shed. Wildlife photographer Rodney Holbrook is also something of a tinkerer, so he's a tool shed. He does a lot of work out there. He began to notice the projects he left out of place were being mysteriously put back. Uh, where they belonged, I'm sorry, the objects he left out of place were being mysteriously put back where they belonged overnight. Um, he uh, lives in Wales. This is in the UK. He began to photographically document this and it's gone viral. He set up a night ca- vision camera on his workbench to find out what was happening because he would leave, you know, he'd be working on a project and he'd leave screws and bolts and things. And he'd come back and they'd all be neatly put in this this one little like, Kind of tray that he had. He said it had been going on for months. I called him the Welsh Welsh tidy mouse. At first, I noticed that some food that I was putting out for birds was ending up in some old shoes I was storing in the shed. So I set up a camera. He said. Night vision footage showed the seemingly conscientious rodent gathering clothes pegs, corks, nuts, bolts, placing them neatly in a tray on Holbrook's workbench. Holbrook then began experimenting with leaving out different objects, see if the mouse could lift them. But the creature was undeterred and was even seen carrying cable ties and putting them in the pot. I couldn't believe it when I saw the mouse was tidying up. They tidy up. You know who else does that? Ants do it. My um, son actually has a, uh, we have it like in the ant nest in our house. I know that's strange. He's a huge fan of ants. We have a queen, so we have a true colony, not just like one of those ant farms. They tidy up. They're extremely neat creatures. Uh, They like to move everything and put it just so in their certain places. It's very funny. I guess mice are like that too. He said, I couldn't believe it when I saw the mouse was tidying up. Have you ever seen anything like this? 71307. Or give me a call, 800 905 0989. He moved all sorts of things into the box, talking about the mouse who's cleaning up his tool shed. Bits of plastic I left behind, nuts, bolts. I don't bother to tidy up now as I know he will do it. I leave things out of the box and he puts it back in place by morning. 99 times out of 100, the mouse will tidy up throughout the night. Holbrook says he thinks the mouse considers it his home and his place too, so he keeps it nice and neat. A similar incident occurred in 2019 when a viral video showed a mouse stockpiling items in a man's shed near Bristol. You should see the footage of this. It's so cool. It just shows a level of, I don't know, intelligence and conscientiousness that I admire and would admire in a human, right? Because I don't know if I'm this tidy with my spaces, but the mouse is. Kind of cool. All right. Uh, text your Hey, Tira, if you have middle-class parents paying for college and they are not prepared to actually do the work, then the jobs will be taken from someone else overseas the parent and child are both left in further debt with no real way out yeah it's a trap and this is why the democrats have figured this out they're usually three steps ahead of us this is why joe biden wants to make college essentially free by forgiving debt because otherwise people won't go through anymore and get woke propagandized and that's a disaster that's why they got to make it free